as we continue our study in our prayer room, but of withdrawing to a quiet place to pray, uh, one of the biggest hindrances that we have towards prayer is getting over ourselves. Too often our prayers begin with ourselves and they end with ourselves. That is, uh, our prayers are about our wants, our needs, our struggles, our feelings, our circumstances. And and so we, we got to be able to get beyond that in order to get to the very heart of God. Now remember, we said that prayer is primarily communion with God. And it involves uh, transformation uh, as I pray uh, thy will be done, and, and, and then it involves our mission of praying out. But remember that prayer is encompassed by thanksgiving, and that is the key to getting over ourselves. Remember Psalm 100 verse 4 says what? I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. That is, I, I have to, the way I come before God is through thanksgiving. And that's where we have to begin. And that's where we get over ourselves. Because listen, pride kills thanksgiving. And thanksgiving kills pride. You know, it, the proud cannot experience gratitude because they're only looking towards themselves. But when I, when I give thanks, I'm looking beyond myself to the giver. And remember what? God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And that's where we want to be. And so if I'm going to begin, uh, if I'm going to begin my prayer, I've got to get over myself. And the best way to do that is with thanksgiving. And so what I must do then is I need to review the the goodness of God in my life. Uh, you know, I begin to review his actions in my life, and I, I, I begin to look back at what God has done so that I can give thanks to him for that, that I begin to see his hand. I'm tracing his hand in my life so that I, I, I review all the good things that I know he's done, and I also review my life and say, oh, what did not happen in my life so that I can give thanks to him. And so what I'm doing is I'm forcing to myself to trace God's hand in my life. And 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 as I do that, I'm reminded what every good and every perfect gift comes from above. And so I've got to begin, you know, if I'm if I want to get to the if I want to get myself to the heart of God, to his face and move beyond what he what I want him to do, but to move towards him the best place I know to begin is to is to thank him for all his goodness. And so uh, I look at my life and say, this is what God has done. Uh, you know, this is th- these are all the good gifts that I have. And and that 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 is everything. You know, you could just begin with your life that that as you wake up this morning, the reason that I, I, I have breath in my lungs is because God has granted that to me. For He's given me this day. And, and, and the reason I have been able to get up out of my bed is He has given me this strength. 
and 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 I have this house upon in, in which I live. He has given that to me. Uh, you know, I, I have food to eat. He has given that to me. Uh, you know, and so that is where we begin. Is we begin in thanksgiving, and so we begin to just to review all the good things that God has done in my life, and I'm also reviewing all the things that he has not allowed to happen in my life. And and when I do that, what? It naturally moves me to praise. So I begin in thanksgiving, reviewing everything good that God has done, and then it moves me naturally to praise. Remember Psalm 104 again. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. I will what? Enter his courts with praise. Now, thanksgiving is focused on the actions of God. Praise is focused on the character of God, his characteristics. And, I, and, and, and uh, you know, thanksgiving is what God has done for me. Uh, praise is why did he do that for me? And, it's, and, and he's done this for me because it is all based in his character. And so as I begin to think and, and thank him, uh, that for for his provision, I am I, reminded what God is my provider. And so I move beyond just thanking him for the action, but praising him for who he is. And, and so it's important that I know who he is. And so I, I need to be familiar with his attributes, uh, you know, to know what who God is, what is his nature. And, and so, because what he does comes out of who he is, his nature. He is infinite. That means he, there, there, no one created God. God has always been. He is self-existent. Uh, you know, I am not self-existent. I, I am, I, I, I am dependent upon him. My existence depends on someone else. You know, it, you know, First of all, it depends on my parents. You know, I would not be here if it weren't for my parents having children. But ultimately, I will not be here if God did not say, let us create man in his own image. So God is self, he is infinite. He is self-sufficient. He doesn't need anything else. God is immutable. He does not change. He is omnipotent. He has all power. He is omniscient. That is, he is all-knowing. He is omnipresent. He is everywhere. Uh, and out of his omniscience, he's also all-wise. You know, it's not just that he knows everything. Everything he does is perfect because it is wise. It is the wise thing to do. He is good. He is faithful. He is just. He is uh, merciful. He is gracious. He is holy. And so as I begin to, to see what he's done in my life, I, I ground those in his character. And, and one of the ways that I, I can do that is, is by looking at his name. You know, in, in the Bible, the name uh, represents something about that person, their character. And so when I look in the scriptures and I, I see the name of God, I, 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 I begin to see that that what he has done in my life is is because of who he is and and his name is because of who he is so you know in 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 the old testament he is el shaddai he is the almighty god he is adonai he is 
you know, he is Lord. Uh, he is the master. He's the king. He is, uh, you know, he's Jehovah or Yahweh, which is the covenant name of God that, that he always keeps his promises because he's I am that I am. He's in, always in the eternal present. I, I don't have to wait for him to be in my life. He's already there because he is the I am. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the Lord who will provide. He is Jehovah Rophe. He is the God who heals. He is Jehovah Nissi. He is the Lord who is our banner. He is the one who fights my battles for me. He is a Jehovah Makedesh. He is the God who sanctifies me. He sets me apart. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is my peace. And, and as I look in th throughout all the scriptures, I, I begin to see the names of God and, and 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 as I understand him, I understand what he's why he does the things he does in my life, so that my thanksgiving pro goes naturally into praise. You know, he is my advocate. He's the one who stands by me. Uh, he he is the author and perfecter of my faith. Uh, he is the bread of life. Uh, he is the the bridegroom. He is the Messiah, the Christ. He is my comforter. He is my deliverer. He is the desire of all nations. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He is the everlasting Father. He is faithful and true. He is the first fruits. That is, you know, because he has been raised as the first fruit, I will be raised. He is the friend of sinners. You know, just stop there for a moment. Why is God so merciful and gracious to me? It is because he is a friend of sinners. Um, he is the gate for the sheep. He's the only way that I enter into rest. He's my guide. Uh, he's the Holy One of Israel. He's the head of the church. He, he's my high priest. He, he, he's the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the Passover Lamb. He, he's the great physician. He's the Prince of Peace, the, my propitiation. He is my priest. He is my uh, purifier. He is my rabbi. He is my ransom. He is he is a redeemer. He is my refiner. Uh, that is that all things are working together for good because he's refining me. He's helping my faith to grow strong. He is my refuge in times of trouble. Uh, he is my resurrection. He is the righteous one. He is my rock, my fortress, my strength. Oh my goodness. He is, he is uh, the rose of Sharon. He is the sacrifice. He is the savior uh, he is the uh, seed of Abraham, the son of David. He is uh, the son of God. He's the son of man. Uh, he is uh, He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the wonderful counselor. He's the vine, and, and I must attach myself to him. Do you, do you see where this is going? Is, is that as I, as I thank him for what he has done, I praise him for who he is because as I look at all the things that he's done for me, it reminds me of who he is. And so I give him praise. And so prayer begins in thanksgiving and it, it, it hits to praise. And, and listen, praise leads me to worship him. 
worship him, to give him the worth that he deserves. Uh, you know, worship actually goes beyond words. Uh, in worship, there is a sudden awareness of the presence of God, and that is by that is that is there there is that is not by accident. What Psalm twenty two verse three says: What the Lord inhabits the praises of His people. That doesn't mean that God is only where people praise Him, but His presence um, is especially there it is we we become more aware of his presence uh when we praise him and, and that can really be a jolting experience when when we're actually because that's where we want to be in prayer we want to we want to as i don't remember who wrote the book we want to practice the presence of god in our lives we want to recognize that he is here and as we praise him and lift him up uh we we sense his nearness and and, and we're surrounded by his love and his and his love is filled with joy and his peace and and and, and, and it's it's almost as if there are no more words that we can say in fact, I, I, one person said, "Man, you haven't prayed until you prayed yourself into silence," uh, and 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 it's in that it's in that place where we're in the presence of God, where where we have praised Him, and, and our minds are so focused on Him, we begin to recognize His pray His presence with us because He inhabits the He inhabits the, our, our praises, and and we begin to see Him as He really is. And listen, that can, uh, you know, he, he, because he's drawn near to us, because we've drawn near to him. That's what James says, you know, draw near to God and he will draw near unto you. And as I draw near to him in my thanksgiving and my praise, he is there. And when he's there, man, I begin what? First of all, I begin to see, I begin to see reality. You know my perspectives are 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 not always right. <laughs> you know when I uh, you know let me just just give you an easy one here, just as an illustration. It's easy for us to say, well, that is impossible. But listen, when I am when I have been drawn into God's presence, I begin to realize what is impossible with man is possible with God. And so as I am in his presence, it begins to change me and it changes my perspective because I see him. But listen, I also see myself. I also see myself and I cannot help but, uh, you know, uh, to realize that, that when I see myself, I am undone. You remember Isaiah in the temple when he had that great, magnificent vision of the Lord and he saw him high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. And he heard the seraphim crying out to one another, Holy, holy, holy. In that moment, Isaiah placed a curse upon himself. He said, Woe is me. I'm a curse because I have seen God. Listen, not only do I, I get the right perspective on reality, when I'm in the presence of God, I, I get the right perspective upon myself and I begin to see myself as I, uh, I really am. And, and just as Isaiah, uh, you know, cries out and says, woe is me, God answers that prayer and he takes the uh, he takes the coal from the altar and 
and he touches his uh, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah's lips and says, you're forgiven. And so it, when I get into his presence and I begin to see him and I begin to see myself, uh, it, it just sort of shines a light on me. And I begin to see all my failures and all my faults and all my sins. And they're very, they become apparent to me. You know, we can hide a lot of things from a lot of people. We can put things in the dark. But listen, when we come into the presence of light, everything that we are is made manifest. And the good news is, is when I confess my sin, he is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And at that point, I am ready to pray. I am ready to pray because I have clean hands. Who may ascend the holy hill? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. And, and, and I have the right perspective so that I am going to be able to pray uh, according to not what I think, but what he thinks. And I'm not going to pray according to my will. I'm going to pray according to his will. And so as we, as we, as we enter into our prayer rooms, I want to encourage you to practice the presence of God, you know, to begin just, just in thanksgiving and listening, you know, what does the song say? Count your blessings, name them one by one. Do that. Begin to thank him for every blessing that is in your life. And then out of that, it'll just naturally flow to your praise because you begin to realize this is the God who blesses you. And as you praise him, you will be drawn nearer to him and he will draw nearer to you. You're, it will change you. It'll transform you. His presence will transform you. It transform your perspective. And, and, and as you confess your sins before him, it'll transform your life. And then you'll be ready to pray. So Father, and forgive us for not being thankful. Lord, I'm reminded in, in the book of Romans chapter one that, that one of the great sins that Paul says of a people is, is, is their ingratitude. And God, it's too often that's us. And we're not thankful people. And God, I just pray that you will help us to, to, to Lord, Paul says to us, your, your word says to him, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is your will for us in Christ Jesus. And God, we, we have to confess that, that we have not done that. And God, we just ask that you would help us to be a thankful people. And out of our thanksgiving, Lord, will flow our praise. And God, as we continue to praise you, Lord, I pray that each one of us will be able to sense your presence with us. And it'll be a transformation of us. And God, that, that prayer time will just become such a delight because, God, we really will be spending time with you. So, Father, teach us today to be obedient to your word, to give thanks in all circumstances. For we ask it in Christ's name. Amen.